Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. All right, let's get it going right here and right now. This is Eyes Up Here, and you're listening to an all-new, brand-new, spanking edition of the Eyes Up Here podcast, exclusively on our Patreon page, but also simulcast a little bit later in the week on the Creative Control Podcast Network. If you didn't know by now, my name is Chad. Every single week, I'm joined here by the host of the show, the Twitch Queen, in her <laughs> leopard uh, her leopard print very uh, very stylish today. The one and only Queen of Extreme, Francie. I'm stylish every day. Come you on are. now, That's my true. sweats kick ass. Seriously, <laughs> are they sweats? Uh, do you have? Are you uh, business yeah. on the top, party on the bottom? I have. I actually match, but I have stretchy pants on the bottom. Oh, capris. okay. I'm wearing capris today. Very fancy. Um, yes, I did my first uh, Twitch live stream last night, and I was very pleased with it. It was great. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And people, you know what was nice about it? People were seemed generally happy to see me on there. That's cool. Yeah, and that made my heart happy. So I, I really liked it. And I'm looking forward to um, building a Twitch empire, if you will. So um, I liked it a lot. It was fun. I love interacting with fans and I like live streaming. So it was it was the perfect fit. It's very cool. I te- I told you I checked in. You know, I uh, was watching what was going on. Very, very chatty. The group very. Yeah. You know, asked a lot of questions. Now you were doing an AEW watch along, which I found to be very interesting mm-hmm. because I saw you explicitly say on Twitter that you will not watch Raw. <laughs> so <laughs> AEW's a choice to start to dip your toe back into the wrestling watching game. <laughs> I mean, you know, AEW is the cool product right now. Let's face it. So. um I haven't watched it. I watched it one time. I think it was like the first episode. I watched an hour of it and that was, and they've been on the air for two years now. So that's all I've seen. So I, the problem with these watch alongs on Twitch is all the wrestlers are doing them. So you're fighting for these fans to sit with you instead of sitting with Joe Schmo to watch wrestling. You know what I mean? So that that's the hard thing is to draw people to your channel and keep them there. So I was pleased with the turnout that I had. I mean, I know a lot of people do these watch-alongs and they have their fan base, but I just thank everybody that came and sat with me um, because I did. I know nothing about the product. I knew maybe a handful of guys that were on there, but um, what I did see, I liked. Uh, I didn't pay too much attention to the product because the chat was just flying by and I just wanted to acknowledge everyone, everybody who followed. I wanted to give them a shout out, uh, answering questions. I mean, you you really have to keep watching that chat. To, it just goes by so quickly. So it was hard to watch the, the matches and keep up with the chat at the same time. So I have to learn how to multitask. But 
Yes, you will have to do that. And it's yeah. uh, it, and it, like I said, it was very chatty. I just could see constant, constant, you know, new questions or new comments being made. Uh, but, you know, to preview what we'll do on Patreon this week, I'm going to ask you more about what you thought. And I know you see a lot, but I'm going to ask you what you thought about AEW a little bit more elaboratively because I did check out a little bit since you did. I watched it a little. Uh, okay. So I'll give you some of my thoughts as well because I don't really – I don't watch – wrestling actively anymore Mm-mm. it's t- a little tough it's a little tough but there were some familiar faces on that show yes. and there's some interesting characters that we'll discuss yes. a little bit more in depth yes i yeah and some of them blew me away like just their presence i was like wow that is creative so yes we can discuss that more later and yes, sure. this episode had snoop dog on yes <laughs> And he did something. He did. Like, but we'll, if they have Snoop and he's not going to do anything, I'm going to be really mad. But we'll, yeah, we we'll can, talk about that. Yes. And the only thing I just find very funny about that is Snoop doesn't look like he ages much. And he is he's a lot older than you would think. <laughs> yeah, the only like um, I know uh, the fans in the chat were saying, oh, well, Snoop's losing his hair. They were saying how his hairline was kind of receding. But I mean, his face is just the same. Looks as the all. same. Must be all Maybe. that weed he's. I was just saying, it's got to be something medicinal in the marijuana that know. keeps the aging yeah. process from continuing. Smoking some weed if that if it reverses your aging process, because man, yeah, he looks the same, but he looked like he was having a good time. So we'll yeah. talk about him later, for he's, sure. Yeah, absolutely. We'll talk about that, and I'll go into the Patreon extras, you know, t- at the tail end of the show. But I just wanted to throw that out there because don't want to give too much. You know, yeah, want to hear what you have for to say, sure. but you, you got to join the Patreon uh, channel for that. But we're going to be doing a lot with Twitch. Uh, when you kind of get comfortable in your feet, well, we're gonna we're gonna give a few minutes of the show live. We're gonna show what it's like on Francine's side of things to record and uh, and to broadcast. But that's once we get comfortable with it, right? You're lucky. I knew how to turn on the Twitch um, when I went live. When I pushed the button last night, I had no picture, and I was like, "Guys!" And they were like, "We can hear you. We can't see you." So I started to panic, and thank God Hubs ran over. He had to do something with the camera, and then boom, there it was. But if I was by myself, it wouldn't have happened. So, so what else is going on before uh, our guest joins us today? What uh, what's going on in the world of the Queen? Oh, uh, just been really, really busy. You know, d- with my other projects that I'm doing in the household, and um, we gave the kids one more week off from school. Oh, okay. We did. Um, so they're just, uh, you know, getting ready to start up next week. And so trying to keep them occupied. My mom had a bunch of doctor appointments. We got those done. Um, I have to go for a mammogram. So you'll get a booby report after <laughs> after I do that. Hopefully very all nice. is well. Yeah, exactly. Well, yes, too. hopefully all is well, but very nice. Hope, yes, <laughs> hopefully uh, my, my girls are okay. And um, it's the first week I took a break from Cameo. So next week I got to get back on track and start recording again. I haven't done any Cameos for 2021. So um, little hint, I will be a sexy police officer. Ooh. And I will read you your rights. So you Interesting. Want to okay. Yes. yes. All right. That's, That's coming up. <laughs> look at the creativity. That's what I really, uh, I, I, I got to tip my cap, which I, you know, I'm wearing one. I got to tip my cap to the creativity because you always come up with something. And <laughs> so the, so let's see, it's like, uh, you know, the, the, the police officer. So, you know, you don't want anybody to get too out of hand because you'll uh, lay down the law. <laughs> I'm going to, yes, I'm going to read them their rights and put them in their place and maybe you have to bend them over and, use my stick on them so we'll see what happens i i still say you can get lost in the cameo uh, rabbit hole if you just go on to watch a couple like of the previews oh. i swear to god i mean i think whatever ones you have that are public i've probably seen them all twice and then i just go down whoever the related searches are and i yeah. just watch all these different cameos hey bill happy birthday <laughs> you should see the private ones they're the juicy ones <laughs> they're the ones that no one gets to see but me and the person who orders them but it's fun it's I'll a get, lot of fun. I get the report on that uh, later on. <laughs> you do. The, uh, <laughs> you do. All right. Well, uh, let's jump in here. So speaking of, we were talking about Twitch before. I know this guy's on Twitch, but he's a podcast sore. Uh, a great, uh, great SS podcast world. Now we're introducing Francine to all these personalities uh, <laughs> because this, she's already met Husey. So she, if she met Husey, she has to meet the great Mike Durbin. Mike 
Welcome to the show. Good morning, Francine. It's a big honor. It's a big honor. Thank you very much. Well, well, of course it is, but thank you. (laughs) Um, He's putting himself over wearing his own shirt, which I love the branding right there. Mike Durbin show. Love it. Thanks for coming on. Um, I'm hearing all this stuff about Get My Go. (laughs) I I can't get away from it. Have you ever listened to it or watched it? you know, a, a, a blurb here and there. Okay. I have kids. I have my mom. I I can't, I don't even listen to my own show, let alone anybody else's, but yeah. I do want to be a part of it someday. We'd love to have you on. Yes. I, I think I need to, because this is all that Chad talks about is you guys. <laughs> He's obsessed. So it, it, it has in, in our good. circle, in our circle of the brand, uh, creative control, uh, two men power trip, it, and a little bit beyond that, it's, it's become you know, pretty popular in, in our little group. You are the ECW of podcasts. You are, <laughs> yeah. you are like that, that they called us an indie promotion. I beg to differ. I don't believe we were an indie promotion, but you're, you're that show that's so underground cult following, but people are obsessed with it. Yeah. And I need to know why I, I need to, <laughs> I need to figure out what the deal is. So well, I'm very intrigued. Uh, I would fir- first. You probably would have to know a little bit about the two or three gentlemen who we, I wouldn't say target, but parody. Uh, if you knew a little bit about them, you'd really understand it. But there are people who have just watched it or listened to it that didn't know anything about these people going into it, and they became obsessed with it. People tell me that they watched the shows three or four times because there's so much. Like Husey, you met Husey. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Chad, Chad does it. Chad rewatches them a lot. So thank you, Chad. Um, Husey, like if Husey's on, he's not on every episode, but if he's on, he is rapid fire with the humor and the shots taken. So you really have to watch it a few times to catch everything. Well, I, I'm actually doing his show today. Wow. He, he, wow. Uh, he got me. Yes. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> yes, he was very funny. We had him on what a couple weeks ago, a couple weeks ago, about three yeah. weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. But it seems like a fun, a fun group of guys. And um, I know the one character that you guys kind of uh, heal on um, actually thought he was going to be my co-host. So that's interesting because yes. I've never spoken to him. <laughs> well, see, in his mind, in his world, you don't actually have to speak to him or have an agreement with him before he'll go on the air and start saying that he's going to be the new Jake the Snake co-host, you know. He, he never spoke to Jake the Snake, but he he went on the air and he went on the shows and he he said he spoke to Jake the Snake, um, just countless other superstars and and it's not not the only ones that actually came to fruition were uh, Vampiro and Dan Severn and those lasted a handful of shows each one of them you know they just okay. they figured out with the, this guy's ruse that he was just a you know a big talker is and, he. You know, a compulsive liar, or is there something wrong? He's a compulsive everything. Every if there's something wrong, I can't make fun of people. Like I, I just can't, I can't do that. But if if they lie, it's like okay, I'll gloves. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's a lot of lying and deception and smoke and mirrors. So yeah, definitely smoke and mirrors. Without I thought he was say smoke and crack. Well, <laughs> well, yeah. There's been rumors. <laughs> oh my! Okay. Well, how did you get involved in this whole web of uh, Get My Go? Were you guys uh, friends before this all started? Yeah, we were all friends. Uh, the three main people, Joe Feeney, who you've also had on your show, Husey, and myself, we were all on the Creative Control Network. That's Joe's network. And we would always do each other's shows anyway for the past year or two. And then um, th- we... Um, these two guys that were on the, the gentleman's network who we uh, mock and parody, two of them defected and they, they saw what was going on. They, they saw the behind the curtain and the, and uh, they decided to leave and they, they wanted to come on one of our shows to get their story out. So I said, sure, you can come on the Mike Durban show and just tell all. And we had them on. It was me, Joe Husey and these two other gentlemen, Rad Rob and uh, another guy, Rad Rob, Patreon member. Yeah. Ah, okay, good. Yeah, so they they told the story and it was fascinating. And we knew a lot of it. We predicted a lot of it. We kind of knew what was going on, but these guys told the truth. And, and uh, you know, then the guy, the week after that came out, the, the other guy, his name is, we call him Johnny Podcaster. That's what he calls himself. <laughs> you know, he doesn't call himself that anymore, but uh, he threw in the towel. He did this sad, pathetic uh, goodbye episode. Oh. where he made up a bunch of excuses why he was going to stop podcasting and all this stuff. And 
you know, sure enough, I think it was 12 days later or something, Chad, uh, he came back and, um, something like that. Yeah. It's just came out of retirement. He came came out of retirement and it was, it was, he came back a shell of his former self. And, um, so we did, we did a listen along of his goodbye episode and it really came out well and people loved it. So we just kept doing more and more of him. And then we started going back in his back catalog because he's got 400 plus shows. Wow. Yeah. This is, a, this, is a, this is a guy that, that thought that quantity was more important than quality. So he just shit out where, whatever he could. And, you know, we got 400 plus shows to go back and do now. So holy moly. And how is his viewership? He never, well, it was, it was listenership. It was mostly audio. It's um, audio. Okay. But you know, if you go back and you listen to his shows then or now, they're not good at all. <laughs> he, you couldn't tell him that because he lied and he, he allegedly bought uh, downloads and click farms and did all this shady stuff, you know, trying to cheat and get ahead. Okay. And we, it's all been confirmed by his um, various people in his organization, but um Wow. Yeah. So, a lot with the election. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Well, that's so, interesting. Yeah. I, I, um, I, I hear a ton about you guys from, from Chad over here. So yeah. I, I'm always intrigued and but seriously, I love fun stuff. I, I like in wrestling, I always liked Gaga, like yeah. the, the ha ha stuff just popped me every single time. So if I can just sit there and laugh, like that's a good time to yeah, me. You that's know? exactly what it was because I mean, for me again, I, I've said this, you know, countless times now, it's not an ego thing. I never have time to listen to other guys' podcasts because of all the ones that you do. It's hard to, to cycle out of maybe the few that you do listen to because you get burned out. But I stumbled on to get my go because Jeff Lane was on. And, you know, like Jeff Lane, just curious to see what you were talking about. And I remembered I did this guy's show last year. And I was like, oh, I know this guy from, and I went into my whole story. But what I love about what they do on the show is the comedic aspect of it. And it's not, I I would not say any of it is nasty, hateful, you know, derogatory. It's done in a parody fashion. And if you understand radio, if you understand podcasting and comedy, I, it clicked for me right off the bat because these guys have a great comedic timing and a great comedic response. So to me, it was entertaining as hell. And then just to happen to know the guy in the, on the inside made it all better. And they do a great job, the three of them. Did we compare this to like Mystery Science Theater? Yes, like I Mystery Science did. Theater. I say it's like Opie and Anthony's Jocktober or any time Howard Stern would pull a clip of a competing radio station and play it and destroy it. That's what it is. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm intrigued, so we're going to have to uh, look into this further and see it, what we can do. It could be mean-spirited. There's a lot of stuff that I cut out of it because I, I, I edit everything and produce it, so mm-hmm. I, I cut out a lot of it. Some of it's really harsh, and, and um, I, I usually take that out, but, uh, yeah, it's it's more comedy than – and straight, you know, attacks. At people. Yeah, I like that a lot. But well, if you're the person who it's happening to, it's hard to kind of figure that line out. That's <laughs> yeah. the only thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is, it's all everything we say is true. Or we, like Vince Russo does on the Castrating the Marks, he says that he uses the the guy's own words against them. He, they play Dave Scherer's words, uh, you know, Dave Meltzer, all these guys, Ugh. Mike Johnson. They play their words and then they make fun of that. That's all we do is we play excerpts of these people's shows and then we just goof on it because it's ripe for the picking you know mm-hmm. understood okay well i yeah we're gonna look into that right if you want to just dip your toe into the water if you just want pure comedy uh, the, the cold the cold open of every show <laughs> usually <laughs> yeah it's usually the first maybe five or seven minutes of the show it's it's pretty much i just collect uh bits and pieces of other shows that talk about get my go like Every week on Lions, Tigers, and Bears in Disco with Disco Inferno and Vince Russo, they talk about us. On Conan and Disco Inferno show, they mention us. Uh, wow. Vince's Castrating the Marks, sometimes they'll get a mention. We uh, mention you on here. because yes, we've been in there enough. A, we could almost piece an episode together from you popping into the – He's a the, fan uh, girl, yeah. for sure, for you guys. He's a yeah. big mark, so um, he's uh, warming me up to the supply, whole idea. Supplied a couple of clips, you know. I mean, it's just helping yeah. out the, uh, well, the industry. I'm going to see how uh, Boozy Hoozy uh, handles me and treats me today. Um, and uh, if that goes well, then well, we'll continue. But how is uh, quarantine working out for you? Is your I, I'm not sure where you are. Is is your area still heavy on the mask? And yeah, I'm in Chicago. 
Okay. Oh yeah, it's oh, you can't my tell Chicago. My husband's from Illinois. Oh, is he? What what town? Everywhere they lived all over the place: Bloomington, uh, Peoria. That, that um, was your place. <laughs> yeah, my sister-in-law lives in Normal. Um, they're yeah, well, they're they're all there. So we're we're not, but um, yeah. So you're Chicago, okay? Yeah, yeah, North suburbs. Um, yeah, you guys got shut down. We were we were supposed to go visit my in-laws mm-hmm. uh, around Thanksgiving, and a couple weeks before. My husband comes down and he goes, we're not going. And I said, what happened? And he goes, all the restaurants are closed. Like they went backwards and yeah. everything is closed. He goes, well, we'll just have to sit in for two weeks. I said, I don't want to do that. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, go- it was really bad at first. And then it got better. It looked like everything was going to start. You know, stuff did open up. I could go to the gym again. Uh, you could go to the gym and you could wear your mask if you wanted to. Then it became you can take the mask off when you're on the machine or if you're on the treadmill. And then now it's pure lockdown. Now the gyms are open, but you cannot go in the locker room. So you got to just go in as is. You can't bring anything in with you. Uh, you have to wear your mask the whole time. Like I tried going on the treadmill with a mask on. Do you know how hard oh, that that's is? Gotta, that's, yeah. that's, that's the, I always see that's the first thing I thought of was treadmill. If it's somebody has a mask, our, <laughs> yeah, our gym does it. You don't, it's not required. You see people doing it. But even with weights and stuff, I mean, I'm sweating like crazy. I'm breathing hard. I would have to rip that off. So I, I, I can't even picture doing treadmill with the mask on. Yeah. That's tough. Yeah. And the restaurants are closed. Like they got the little tent set up outside. Like that's the way they get around it. It's yeah. out, outdoor dining, but you know, it's, it's probably worse because it's very close quarters. It's a, it's a small tent, you know? So. Yeah. It sucks. It sucks yeah. all over the place. Do you, um, you don't have to tell us, but do you have like a, a shoot job besides the podcasting? Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Do you go to work or can I you work? Oh, thank, you travel for work. Yeah. Thank the gods. I have still been able to work. Uh, I, I haven't missed out on anything. So yeah. Okay. That's good. Very good. Yeah. yeah. yeah he's a, he's a rock guy. He's, you know, he's always got his instruments. He's a very talented video editor. And it's one of these things with, you know, the podcasting uh, medium being what it is now is how people kind of get connected and what he did as a specialty to kind of get himself like on the map was great, Mike. If you could tell her, uh, Francine all about that, I'm surprised maybe you didn't meet her before. Uh, he he penetrated Starcast in yeah. a way that literally oh, could, Chicago. Nobody yeah, were, could do what he did. There? I was the, at the last one in Chicago. Yes, but that wasn't the first one. There was two in Chicago. No, I went to the second one. Okay, I went to the first one, and oh. yeah, I did a little documentary at the first one. Okay, and I filmed a little. You know, I filmed a lot, and then um, I I presented the footage to Vince Russo and then he and I watched it and then we added commentary on it afterward. Oh, so is this another parody? It is. This oh, I think, yeah. I, think wow. you will, I think you will love this. You Where can I see this? Is it on YouTube? It's on my YouTube. Yeah, youtube.com slash Mike Durband and the full Mike show Durband. is on there. Yeah. I'm gonna I yeah I like I like more so than watching like a raw or, or a SmackDown or whatever. I love the backstage stuff and yeah. I love I love doing conventions. They're like my favorite thing. Because yeah. I love interacting with fans, but seeing like different things that you know you might not catch, yeah, intrigues me. Yeah. So um, you might have caught some of the the boys um, in some awkward moments, <laughs> which is fun. It, a lot of the filming, a lot of the, the stuff I did in that is uh, it's targeted on the fans. Okay. Yeah. It's great. Well, that's that's a whole doc in itself. So yeah, Vince actually after we were done, Vince was like. I want to do a full length documentary on just the wrestling fan, the hardcore Mark, because he's, he's fascinated by it. He just doesn't get it. You know, he came on our show early on yeah. and <laughs> remember what he said to me. He's like, as a female, how can you hug these freaking jabroni smelly marks and i'm like vince you're killing it for me like i love my fans stop it (laughs) he's like they smell they're fat they're this i'm like good lord (laughs) he's right though i mean i know you don't have to say it because you know but there are a certain element a certain percentage of the wrestling fans that they they just for some reason they've never been acquainted with a bar of soap you hear that all the time yeah i mean <laughs> have you have you ever heard of Shimmer Wrestling? Yeah, it's the it's the all women's. So yeah. they they're I don't know if they're based out of Chicago, but they do two huge weekends here a year. So I've gone to that a couple times, 
and it's in a small like Eagles ballroom kind of thing. And it's just the smell when you walk in there. It's it's like 45 or 50, you know, sweaty Mm. fans. And it's just. (laughs) Yeah. So all all the (laughs) girls, (laughs) all the girls have their their gimmick table set up around the perimeter of the, of the building. And, And you just, I'm watching these guys, you know, grab onto the girls for picture, you know, pre COVID of course. And I'm just like, oh, these poor girls. I feel so bad for them. But yeah, the worst, I've said it before, the worst is the arm when they put the arm around you and the sweat from their armpit is all oh. over your shoulder and it stinks. Like your yeah. then your clothing stinks. So I always bring like a, a fruity um like a Victoria's Secret spray or something because yeah. that stuff lingers. And I don't want anybody to think it's me. Like No, they know it's not you. I hope that they do, but yeah, it, not everyone, but there, there are some people who just, you know, there's a heart. I would call it the Frito stench. You know, it smells like a bag of Fritos. If you <laughs> open up a bag and stick I, your nose in. <laughs> I enjoy Fritos. I would call oh. it under ball cheese or <laughs> as cheese or whatever you want to swamp as oh, whatever. under ball cheese. Did you say man.com? Oh, oh well, we'll, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> I I'm assuming, um, but yeah, I do miss conventions though. That's the one thing like that's been lacking because I kind of got back into it the last couple of years. Yeah. And now it's there, you know, we were trying to plan for this year and I have a bunch of stuff and I'm like, I don't even think I'm going to do them this year. Mm-hmm. Like the way the world is going. I don't know. I don't, I don't see it like returning to normal anytime I, soon. I was ready to follow you to Vegas. If you were going to Vegas this year. Oh, <laughs> well, no. for what the hell? I thought Starcast was going to be in Vegas last year and I, I had everything set up and then I talked to Conrad and he's like, uh. and I said, Oh, okay. So uh, I canceled that, but um, I'm ready to go. You know? Yeah. I heard the Vegas one was, was kind of rough. Uh, just the layout of it. Cause it was at two different hotels and yeah. they weren't near each other and it was just a big hassle. So I was actually going to go to the second one and I bought tickets and everything. And then uh, I just canceled it. Cause I just, I knew once they announced that it was going to be at two hotels, nowhere near each other, I knew it was going to be a hassle. So it's I, hard. Yeah. yeah. And, and we're still, go ahead. I'm sorry. A lot of people canceled. Like, I, th- I don't know if that was the one the undertaker was supposed to be at and Ric Flair, but yeah. all the big names got pulled. And um, I just, I was like, nah, I'm not going to go. And we're still waiting to see about WrestleMania this year. Cause WrestleCon's attached to that. And yeah. It's supposed to be in Tampa, but it's, you know, it's in April. Is everything going to be okay by April? I, I don't know. Yeah, I, don't I just don't know. Well, we'll here, they, they were talking about last night's schools. They may push back to April 20th for just the two-day return for certain kids. And wow. I think it was like fourth grade and up. And the superintendent was like, hey, yeah, I want my daughter's a senior. I really want her to have her senior year memories. I'd be like, man, that was the last thing I would have said at this meeting because That's you're about crazy. to get your head bitten off. <laughs> yeah. It's so crazy. Well, you do Twitch, I'm told. No, no. no I you didn't. don't do Twitch. I thought no. you did. I said you do Twitch. Well, then no. there goes that. Yeah. <laughs> I did my first live last night. And I mean, you know, it was a big cluster in the beginning. I had no picture. Um, <laughs> since you're out of work, things. I was going to ask you a couple questions. But if, you, if you're not on Twitch, then. Um, what do you do on there? Are you going to play games or just answer uh, questions? It was my first one. So last night I did the just chatting. Yeah. where I was just answering questions. We did a AEW watch along. So um, I have two monitors, two big monitors. So the second monitor, I had the TV hooked yeah. up to it and I was able to watch wrestling on it, which I haven't watched in years. So that was fun because I, I, they were filling me in on angles and whatever. Um, but I, I want to try to think of like different things to do just to keep it fresh and not sit here and answer questions every week. So I have to figure something out, but yeah. You know, it was my first one. I'm just I'm just trying to get to affiliate because you need so many episodes, so many minutes. And um, once that happens, then I'll I'll get the creative juices flowing in my head and figure some stuff out. Do you play video games at all? I, I, if I do, it's it's usually old school. Yeah. And the only current one is Mario Kart, which is not current. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not very good at it, but I I did I have a, a Twitch guy Jay who's been great, and I told him if I do play video games, it's going to be the older ones because everybody's playing Among Us, and I hate Among Us. I tried it with my kids, and I was like, this is the dumbest game I've ever played. 
<laughs> I don't get it. I, I'm sorry, man. I'm I'm just old. You know, I'd rather play Donkey Kong or Pac-Man or something. I don't even know what it is. So you got one step ahead of me. You kill people. You're sus, and you kill people, and then you no one knows who's killing who. So then you all have a meeting, an emergency meeting. Oh, uh, okay, all right. Chad I, kill Mike, and Chad would say, "No, I didn't." I, I mean, I don't know. I'm I, sure. I think it's I've fun. heard. I think I've heard a variation of that said in this house, but I don't think it came out as Among Us because it's done by little, little little ones. So that's uh, interesting. But yeah, I'm on the Donkey Kong train with you. So. Yeah, just you just want to keep them, you know, amused, and and you're basically just answering questions anyway. So I might try to cook if I can figure out. Uh, you know, for that I can't cook in front of my monitor, so you have to do it on your phone, which is difficult to show everything. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. You don't want to have a desk griddle and just be able to flip some pancakes while you're uh, you're twitching, you know, some flapjacks in the air, and then hit the ceiling, come back. Down. I, I don't know what I'm going to do, but you know me. If if I need to engage, I will figure out ways to keep them occupied. So yeah. So I'll you don't watch it. you don't watch the current product. I have not watched wrestling in years. the The last thing I watched before last night was the Talking Shopamania because it's so awesome. <laughs> I had to watch that. I watched yeah. the those are two only two pay per views I've watched in years. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I did watch the end of the um, one AEW pay per view because they were in the big stadium and it was funny as hell. And my husband's like, "You have to watch this with Jericho and stuff." So I watched that, but I don't watch. I couldn't tell you. Who's employed? Who's doing what? Who's working with who? It's terrible. It really is. Yeah, I don't. I haven't watched it uh, in years. I watched, you know, I watch the WWE pay per views or whatever they're called. Like every month, I'll watch those just to just to keep, you know, um, a little bit just so I'm keeping current with it, you know. But I don't enjoy it like none of it. So um, I just were you a wrestling fan before? Oh yeah, big time. I mean, yeah. your era, your era is is my favorite era. You know, ninety seven to like oh three. Mm-hmm. To me, I I love everything that came out in that time period, and, and yeah, uh, I've gotten you know back in like around oh six. I got back in a little bit uh, around two thousand eleven with CM Punk. I got back in, but uh, other than that, it's just like now it's just so bad. I cannot get into it at all. Right, it's Chicago. Is that the Odium? Yes. Mm-hmm. So it's you've been there. Remember, yes, we we did TV there. Yeah, so I missed out on that. I never went to an ECW show, but I did go there for a. Um, I had a convention at my for my job. We had a convention there. Okay. So it was. I'm like, this is where uh, you know, barely legal or one of the ECW. One of them. Yeah. So I'm like, wow, that's amazing. You know. Oh, yeah. and I did go to um, I did go to uh, an Impact. I think it was Impact. Yeah, Impact had a pay per view there like two years ago. I went to it and. I think that was the last live show I went to. I couldn't handle the, the fans that were I was sitting next to. Like everybody's chanting and and uh, I just not have a good time. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's sad. Well, it's something. It's something I was so into for so many years. And you, you were in it. You know, it's probably just got to be sad that you can't enjoy something you once once in your life. You know. You know what I think it might be? It's overload. There's so much in a week. And I have so much going on here. I can't sit for hours and watch and catch up. Like, I don't have that much time on my hands. Um, So, you know, if you pick and choose, you pick the wrong thing to watch and it sucks. That kind of ruins it for because then you say, well, this is product. I don't want to watch the other stuff. In my mind, I'm like, it's 10 hours. I picked the wrong show. Right. And then I don't want to watch the rest of it. I'd rather watch, like I'm watching Cobra Kai right now. And I just, I'm just starting season three. I just got done with the first two. I'd rather watch something like that or a reality show. If I have the time, which I only have maybe an hour or two a day to watch television. Um, I just don't, I don't know. I love wrestling, but I'm not in love with it. Mm -hmm. It's like a relationship. So what do you think you would be? If you were gonna, if you were active right now, let's just say dial it back. You're in the middle of your, uh, you know, you're the, the height of your run. Where would you end up? Would you go based off of the best deal? Would you go off creative? Like, where would you end up in this landscape? I never went off the best deal. But now we're talking now, where a little thinner than it was back in the day in terms of where to go. You know, would, where are you going? Well, if I had the knowledge that I do now, I would go with AEW. Mm-hmm. I WWE just does not do it for me. It never did. 
probably never will. And I maybe because I've worked there and I know how things go down, yeah. um, it kind of soured the business for me because I didn't have a very good time when I was there. Um, but I just feel like AEW is is on the rise, and I kind of feel like WWE is just stagnant and just hanging out. So I don't know. I think every company is just trying to work together to gang up on Vince and, and their product, you know, and, and nothing against the boys. They have tremendous workers there. You know, they have so much talent. I just feel like a lot of them get held down and I know they're pitching good stuff and it's just the office is just like, eh, because they did it to me. So I know they've done it to other people. All right, Francine, let's take a moment right here to talk about our sponsor, Manscaped and Manscaped.com. Of course, it's a new year and Manscaped is ready to continue their symbol of excellence and bring you the best products, the best trimmers, and offering precision engineered tools for your family jewels and here's to having a nice, healthy, clean set of balls in a brand new year, 2021, ringing in the new year right, of course, Francine, we wouldn't start it if we didn't mention the old prop preserver, the trimmer 2.0, the staples of the Manscaped library. If, if I was a guy, I would be using Manscaped to keep my balls nice and trim. You'd come out of quarantine clean, the lawnmower 3.0, the waterproof and skin-safe trimmer, reduces the nicks to your two best friends. The third-generation trimmer even has a light to shine, so the promised land of 2021 looks to be nice and bright and shiny. Well, let's put it this way. If you're with that special someone and you're looking at his package and you see a bunch of cuts and nicks and scrapes, balls that are unkept are so 2020. Manscaped balls are 2021. Very nice, because uh, spoiler alert: hairy nuts are still gross. So that's the uh, that's the consensus of of Manscaped. Hairy nuts are still gross. They're always going to be gross. They are. Uh, step into the new year with the tree standing taller and shave your boys. Uh, also, got to point out uh, how to freshen up down there. It's the crop preserver, the anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. You already put deodorant on your armpits. Why are you not putting deodorant on the smallest parts of your body as well? And, and you could even use that spray if you have like a swamp ass thing going on. It'll refresh you in the back too. I don't know if we have swamp ass trademark, but yes, that would be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to start the new year off with a fresh set of testes. Thanks to Manscaped. And guys, 20% off of these products. I mean, I, I would pay full price. That's how good these products are. But you get 20% off. You get free shipping, nicely kept balls. I mean, what more do you want from Manscaped? They are covering everything. I think it's a great deal. I think you guys should go to manscaped.com and treat yourself. You deserve it. You deserve smooth balls. Every man deserves smooth balls. I deserve them. So if if I deserve them, every man does. But we want to thank Manscaped. I do have them, and I love every bit of them. I don't know, but I hear you. (laughs) Of course, at Manscaped, it's a new year and new balls for everybody. So take care of your your boys and enjoy your Manscaped package, courtesy of your friends here at Eyes Up Here. I didn't even know you were there. Like I didn't know that until I was listening to your show with Matt Majeski and you guys ran through the roster. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't even know you were in WWE. Yeah, so they, really? I, they, oh. they, they offered me three different deals at three different times. And the third time I took it because, I, you know, I was 34 and I said, this is my last run. Let's yeah. try and make some money, even though I didn't want to do it. Like my gut told me no, but I signed and I lasted six months. It was just not for me. Yeah. But I was thankful for the opportunity, you know, and I met some good people and um, it was an experience, but it wasn't a pleasant one. <laughs> yeah. Was the majority of it just the bikini stuff? Yeah. Wow. Which, which I've never done in my life. And, yeah. you know, you go and you pitch and you know how to work because yeah. I, I know how to work. I had at that time, I had like 13 years experience. So I knew what I was doing. They didn't care. Yeah. And I mean, they produced that that great documentary. You think someone that was involved there would have seen what you have done in the ring, you know, and they think they would have used that. But I, I think Shane McMahon was the one that knew us the best. But, you know, he I mean, I've, I he was there when I was there, but. My dealing was with Johnny Ace and Vince. And Vince told me right to my face, I don't know anything about ECW. And I, and I, I said it on that show, if Shane had ECW like it was supposed to be originally as a digital product, 
the whole course of your career could have changed because he would have pushed all the guys that he knew. He would have had that authentic ECW feel that they were going to go for. I mean, I remember because that's when I was working there at the time that they were talking about for ECW being a grittier show that was going to do smaller venues. And remember the first show at the ECW arena, you were at that one, right? The, uh, the, the, the show at the ECW arena had a great gritty feel but it just fell right in line with the rest of the programming. And had Shane McMahon brought it digital, like it was supposed to be Mm -hmm. completely different outcome for that version of ECW. Yeah. And we all wanted to work. That's the thing. Like we were all ready to go, you know? And when you tell Vince McMahon to his face, I want to bump. And he tells you, we don't do that here. It's a wrestling company. What do you do? You know what I mean? Like he didn't want men manhandling me. So he frowned upon that. the, The Godfather's hose got destroyed. Uh, every he so often. I, I wanted to take a finisher. He said, "We don't do that here." I said, "Okay." Wow. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, there- but, but it, you know, for me, things happen for a reason. I truly believe that, and you know, maybe I wouldn't be sitting here if that happened. Maybe my life would be different if that. I don't know. I think I'm where I'm supposed to be. So oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So it was okay, but yeah. you live and you learn, and that's. Yeah. That's what I believe. But, but here's the beauty about the wrestling industry and the fans. And this is one good thing we can say when it comes to fans, not smelly fans, not uh, sweaty under the armpit fans. That six months that you were there, you literally talk about every day of your life. So you got to look at it in that context. It might not have been a, a big sample of time, but it had an impact. <laughs> I wouldn't say every day of my life. Maybe <laughs> well, Every day there's a tweet out there about it, or we're talking about it at least once every like two weeks. It's yeah. funny how it always cycles back, even though it wasn't a, uh, a large amount of time. And it was 15 years ago at this point. So it's just, it's it, that's the thing about wrestling that I do find to be uh, one of the good things is that fans don't forget. No. What were the first two times they offered you? contract oh so they offered me in um i guess it was either 95 or 96 um i was green i was really really green but they uh ed cohen was calling me to be uh sister love oh yeah I read now, if you listen to bruce pritchard he says no uh he wasn't on board with it for whatever reason he didn't want me there but and i've never really i've never met bruce um, so I don't know where the heat is, but, uh, it was Ed Cohen and another woman were fighting for me to get this position. Mm-hmm. And I talked oh, maybe a month or two on the phone and he just kept saying, don't tell Paul, don't tell Paul. And then I felt guilty. Like I was doing something wrong. Um, they would call my house when I was on the road and talk to my mom and my mom would be like, you're going to make money with, with the other company, leave Paul. Like she didn't get it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And so I finally went to Paul and he says, I, I don't have their money. And I said, well, give me a raise. And he goes, okay. And I stayed because I got a raise. Mm-hmm. And then when we went bankrupt in 2001, right when, when Paul started on Raw, I got a call. Uh, they wanted me to be with X Factor. And it was uh, Tess. I'm sorry, not Tess. Uh, Albert, Just Incredible, and X-Pac. And it was supposed to be me. And then we were going into a feud with the Hardys. But then eventually it was going to be me and Lita. And I didn't want to wrestle at that point. Because uh, I would have had, I probably would have had to go through the performance center and get retrained a whole different way. And I was old. <laughs> I yeah, I figured I was old and I didn't want to put my body through that. So I just said no. Yeah. Right. Right. Bold age of what? 29, 30? Yeah, 2001? <laughs> I think I was 31. But yeah. So, hey, just a question. Was that Lisa Wolf? Was that the other person who was fighting for you? Because I know she was another WWE uh, executive at that point. I don't remember the lady's name. I always dealt with Ed, but I was told it was him and another, the other lady were were watching our show and they liked what I did. So, but then Jim Cornette wanted Beulah Hmm. because her tape came out and she was in Penthouse and she was. (laughs) <laughs> you know so that that was a different aspect and i guess he wanted somebody sexier or whatever um yeah because i you know at this point i'm with the pitbulls i'm very uncomfortable in my pleather outfits <laughs> i wasn't exuding sex at that point so maybe uh, i wasn't what um you know what they let's put you in a nun's outfit that'll make you all that better sexually <laughs> if yeah. you're in a so nun's I outfit Cornette, i mean i meant bruce have i been saying Cornette? oh you say 
used to Cornette and Bruce. That was in '95 because they brought Brother Love back for like literally with Jim Cornette. I don't know why I said his name. It's Bruce. Okay, so with Bruce, so they brought him back for like Bruce didn't want me. Yeah, Bruce didn't want me. He wanted Beulah, not Jim Cornette. I'm so sorry. Um, so if you go listen to Bruce's podcast, he'll say no, Francine wasn't mentioned, but I was getting phone calls from other people. So I guess I was mentioned, but I, you know, I, neither of us went. And if you ask Beulah, she never got a phone call at all. So she was in the dark, but she didn't, she says she didn't even know that they wanted her. Interesting. But yeah, yeah what did yeah. not last long it was about maybe a month and a half to two months that he was back to TV. He did the brother love segments and it, it just, it, it went nowhere. And I wonder had he had a sister love, would that have added that little bit of dimension to an older character that could have carried him into, you know, those 95, 96 years where stuff was changing a little bit, not much, but changing a little bit. One of the main things that turned me off was they said, you're literally going to do nothing. <laughs> you're just going to stand there. We're going to paint your face red. You're going to wear a red dress and you're going to do nothing. You won't have to bump. You basically, it's just eye candy. You're just going to stand there. And I was like, no, I kind of like bumping and I kind of like want to make a name for myself. So that was the main reason I was like, this sucks. No. Yeah. And when you, then when you see John Cronus's ass come and hit you uh, in the <laughs> face, <laughs> your face will be red just from that. So now you Got need the red makeup. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but again, my whole life would have changed if I went there. So I, I'm where I'm supposed to be. Yeah, without a doubt. Well, I'll tell you what. So look at it. Today is 20 years as we're recording this from the last day, uh, the ECW's uh, last pay-per-view, Guilty as Charged, 20 years ago. Fucking crazy that that's, <laughs> that amount of time has passed. But, you know, obviously for you, that was a uh, that was a big moment where we, you've said before, good big things were about to happen for you guys following that pay-per-view. <laughs> we thought they were going to happen, but they weren't. Sadly. What was it? You were going to be paired with Carino. And it was going to be a yeah. whole new dimension added to Francine again. We did a, um, we did a, a promo this, to uh, close the whole pay-per-view where I'm saying, I think I my line was like four men are better than one or something. <laughs> and it was supposed to be PJ joins forces with uh, Carino. And then we had Jack victory and or three men are better than one because then me and Jack would have you know teamed up as managers on the outside and and it would have been great because Carino was great to work with but never happened mm-hmm. so 20. enjoy the moment Mike because yeah. it could be gone like that which yep. sucks in 20 years you'll be doing the get my go reunion being <laughs> like man it's been 20 years since we listened to the rant oh on uh, Russo <laughs> I hope you're around in 20 years I hope you're still making content in 20 years yeah. why not yeah I mean, you guys ever days- I'm sure these guys will still be putting out shows. So, you know, they they just don't know when to quit. So, you know, I really would like to shift our focus and start doing other stuff and branch out. But I mean, just yesterday, they, or two days ago, they dropped another episode where uh, it's the one, the one guy, Johnny podcasting. And then uh, his little sidekick, the guy who uh, Husey told you about him, he faked cancer. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He faked cancer. And then he had like six or seven different uh, fraudulent GoFundMes for a a back back injury that he supposedly had. Yeah. So I I have a theory about him, by the way. So this is a guy who was a big fan of a lot of the shows that I did. I have a theory. He never, ever retweeted anything that I did with Francine. And I wonder if he didn't want to get in trouble with his wife, but he's very free to uh, retweet and tag people and everything, but he never retweeted any of our stuff, Francine. So not only, no, not only is he a a grifter, but he, he feels as if, you know, you might add a little controversy to his life. So he doesn't want to retweet any of our stuff. What the hell? What's that about? I don't think he likes me. That's quite all right. Yeah. I don't think he retweets a lot of of women. It's mostly uh, killer cross and, you know, um, Johnny Rods. He he finds these weird guys. He's really obsessed with Brad Armstrong. Oh, yeah, he's old school. Yeah, I mean they they pick these weird people that they really focus on and and uh, you know really suck up to. So yeah, it's very strange. So they put out an episode where they did a watch along of like a, a September '96 Nitro, and and the one guy Johnny podcasting. He's severe. He's on something. You don't know what it is, but. He's on some kind of downers and he's slurring his words and he's saying the F word every sentence. And it's just so foul. And this is a guy who claims to be a minister. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, they both do. One 
Uh, Johnny Podcasting says he's an ordained minister, and then the other guy is uh, he calls himself a, a youth pastor. Oh, geez. Well, I wouldn't want him teaching my children anything. No. That's <laughs> good yeah. Lord. How do you find these people, Mike? I don't know. I was friendly. We were all friendly at one point. If you go back like two years, we were all friendly. Everybody in the circle was was friendly, and then we just started to see what was going on, and and uh, you guys turn heel. That's what happened. No, we didn't. We're the we're the baby faces. These guys, I know, yeah. I know. They listen. They did something <laughs> very heelish. They made up. They got access to a Skype call that everybody was on, and uh, the, the guy you had on Joe Feeney and and Husey, uh, they were doing a watch along of Die Hard, the first Die Hard. Okay. And there's a couple uh, racist lines in the movie, and I guess they repeated them during the watch along, right? So this guy, Johnny Podcasting, took the footage. He took like a four-hour Skype call, sifted through it, picked out little things here and there, and they made a compilation. And they it, there's like a minute video where it's just these guys saying, repeating lines from the movie. And he tweeted it out to all of uh, Joe's sponsors and the people he worked with, Conrad and Conan. Yeah. So Did one- they buy it? Did they, did they believe it was? I don't know if they even saw it. If anybody saw it, but the fact <laughs> that it was done and it was it was put out there and they tagged everybody in it, uh, wow, to yeah. me that, that crossed the line right there. So that's why I, we don't feel bad about anything we do. So okay, well that's justified then. Yeah, um, we're just making you- fun of them. They, they did something that is attacking uh, a man's money and income. I mean, that's Joe's life. Like his job, his income is podcasting and producing podcasting and hosting. And they went after this guy's this guy's money, so that's too far for me. I yeah, I totally agree. Um, what are your other projects that you're working on? Um, I have the Mike Durban show, which uh, it started. I was on Russo's brand. That's Vince gave me my my start. Uh, I was on the brand for about a year, and then I switched to uh, Creative Control. Um, and I do like one show a month now because it's just. I have so much fun with the other guys with doing get my go because my show is by myself. So it's okay. me, it's me interviewing people and uh, it's just, it's just hard to get like big names on and, and uh, just trying to chase people down. But yep. um, when I'm doing get my go, it's with, you know, it's with Husey, Joe Feeney, and we have people like Chad, come on. We have Jeff Lane, come on. We have Ben Hameen. So it, we have a, a, like a revolving guest uh, list that we have, that we can pick from. So nice it's so much fun to do so we do we do about one show a week with get my go okay well i'm i'm gonna do it wow yeah i'll Breaking do it news. do I'll you, do you it. i told chad a few weeks ago i'm like francine seems so nice and kind is there anybody she does she doesn't get along with or she feuds with <laughs> well there, there might be one or two and we don't talk about that well, day, I, I think i was pretty uh pretty mum on that uh that answer just want to get that out there <laughs> I'm all about peace and love. so when anyone asks me to heal someone i just won't do it even if i despise them i just keep it in the vault yeah so um yeah or if so you know if a name comes up i just will politely decline to speak about that person but there's really not many at all yeah. Which is pretty good for being in the business for 27 years, I, I think. Yeah. Haven't been too many jerks. <laughs> Just one or two. <laughs> do you have a, do you, you ever think about releasing a book? <laughs> uh, I, I was approached two different times mm-hmm. a, a while ago. But I, like for me, I feel like people want like the dark stories more so than fluff, like mm-hmm. Dark Side of the Ring, you know, that kind of. And I am not one to spill the beans. Like I just said, like I won't heal people. I won't tell stories that I feel will get anybody in trouble because yeah. um, it's just not worth it for me. So my book would probably be rainbows and unicorns and I don't think anybody cares. And if I do, you know, my podcasting, I'm an open book and mm-hmm. everything is, you know, documented already. So why would somebody read that's the way I think about it. Why would someone read it? I think the book. I think the book world has kind of been a little tougher, you know, nowadays because there is so much content out there about everybody. That when you see the book come out, you know, look, it's it's Obama's memoirs. You know, I'm sure there'll be a Trump memoirs. There's, it's kind of hard to put out a biography anymore because of how much stuff is out there. It's 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 kind of a, an interesting thing. But you know, you do 
give a lot of stuff. And I don't know. I, I tend to disagree. The fluff stuff still could go if people want to read your story. They might want to find out a lot. Like, you know, you did your uh, your video with Sean Oliver, the uh, the Breaking Kayfabe. And that's fascinating. So that was in book form. There's your book. <laughs> and yeah. it doesn't necessarily need to be about the business. They want to know about you as Francine. I mean, maybe if if things dry up and I need something else to do. and Always there. Maybe I'll think about I just always thought that fans like dark and heelish more than happy. And, you know, I, I don't know. Like dark side of the ring, that's kind of stuff that depresses me because it just shows that, you know, wrestling is there's a bad side to it. And, and there's good to it as well. And nobody focuses on the good. Mm-hmm, Everybody right. wants to the bad side. So I never really thought about it. Well, maybe that would, that, would stand out, that would stand out more if you did a, a book that's very positive. I mean, there's not really a lot of them. So, yeah, well, positive right, page, the, the Diamond Dallas page story. Any publishers <laughs> you want to talk to me, just, uh, you know, contact the show. But um, I don't know. I just enjoy this kind of stuff. I enjoy meeting new people. Yeah. And learning about what you guys do, and because um, I'm not really out there, I don't really know what's going on. Mm-hmm. I just learned how to turn on a computer. I've been working off an iPad for years, and now I'm back on a PC, and I don't even know how to use it. So <laughs> I know I'm very Part sheltered. Of journey. Part of that journey. All right. Well, we'll head into uh, to the wrap up here. Uh, on well, iPad. where can we follow you, Mike? Give we're, we're your gonna, get to that. I want to give him his proper platform. Oh, Hold on. Okay. Well, settle, settle down one second before we, we get into Mike's uh, plug Let's right. just do a little bit of business here. We want to talk about Patreon because, uh, you know, he's a content creator himself. I'm sorry. So I let- thought you were letting him go. I didn't want you to go. Oh, without- no, no, no. He's going to stay on say goodbye. Okay. I'm not going to let him go just we yet. Don't do this. We usually get rid of the guests, but. You're he's saying. welcome to stay if he'd like to. If we, if we have a cool Patreon extra coming up, if he wants to stay, he can stay if he's got the time. But if not, it's fine. But I just want to get this in here. Let him stay to the end. He's a great guest. I'll give him the time. Sure. Show All right. Face. Just do it. Yeah, exactly. All right. So the Patreon extras for this week, if you're listening to this on Creative Control, you're listening in audio form. If you want to come over and join our Patreon at patreon.com slash Francine podcast, starting at $10, you get the extras. And the extras are not only the video portion of the show, but it's a couple extra shows we do during the week. And I mentioned it before Mike came on, but I'll reiterate that one more time. We're going to find out what did you think of AEW in your watch along? (laughs) But we're going to ask a little more intricate questions about certain personalities, certain things going on, presentation, and the whole nine yards. Getting back into watching wrestling, that's a pretty big move for you. It is. And I'll discuss it further later. Exactly. And that's why that's why it's great. And it wouldn't be a Patreon action without playing a game. And uh, this one's going to be a little bit of a twist. We're going to throw out some dirty riddles that you're going to have to solve. dirty riddles. <laughs> Who doesn't love a dirty riddle? The right. first one popped me. First the dirt, one. Is it dirty Matt Riddles? Yeah. Well, he's got a reputation of possibly being a little dirty. So no comment. Okay. He might, he might have to uh, have a little bro pop in. Uh, and then the watch along. Uh, this is an interesting one. Uh, a lot of Francine at the tail end of this. It's labeled jazz with Francine <laughs> versus Steve Carino. But you join a little mid mid match. I get in there and I and I rough some people up. So, uh, yeah, that's a fun one. That's a fun one. And if it's the one I think, I watched it about a year ago because somebody put it either on my timeline or something, um, and I hadn't watched it for forever. So this is a fun one. It's technically Jazz with Francine and Tommy Dreamer as well, but, you know, it's billed as Jazz with Francine. And you guys have a great uh, a great closer, uh, to, uh-huh. at least. But we'll, yeah. we'll let you watch that from August 21st, 1999, as we say, the good old days. Oh, so. nice. That's ago. that's what's happening on Patreon. So, Mike, yeah, please hit us with uh, you know what you got going on, all the uh, the things under the Mike Durban Show umbrella. The floor is yours. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Mike Durban D U R B A N D, and you can follow Get My Go on Twitter at Get My Go Show. Francine, for some reason, somebody already had Get My Go as a Twitter handle, which <laughs> I found odd because it's not even a proper term. It's it's something that this Johnny podcasting guy said incorrectly the phrase is get my goat right yes yeah so he said he does this a lot he he mispronounces stuff he mixes <laughs> phrases together um 
so get my go was like one of these things that I heard over and over again. And, and um, I, I would put it on the show and it just became a, you know, a funny bit. And then after about the sixth or seventh episode, we didn't have a name for the show. We just did it. And then I said, all right, the show is now called get my go. That's great. I but love someone, it. Someone from 2011, some girl has get my go as her Twitter. handle. <laughs> yeah. So Want me to run her up for you, Mike, I'll go. Yes. I'll get that name back for you. She should be on the show and give all her reasons why that's her Twitter handle. <laughs> I'm going to do that today. I'm going to contact her. So, <laughs> yeah. And then uh, you can check out my my YouTube channel is youtube.com slash Mike Durband. And Get My Go YouTube is youtube.com slash Get My Go. And that's where you can find, uh, I think we have about 32 episodes now. Uh, the majority okay. of them are video. Uh, just last week was our first audio only episode. Uh, I'm trying to phase into mostly audio shows because it just takes so long for me to do the video. Uh, if you see, if you saw an episode, you would you'd know what I'm talking about. There's so much work that I would put into it, and um, hmm. it just takes up a lot of time. The audio is a lot easier to do. So, okay. Well, I'm gonna um, when we're when I'm done everything today, I'm gonna follow. I don't think we're I'm following you, so I think I need to get on Twitter and follow you guys. Okay, and we'll try to work something out if if you will have me. Um, I need to learn about this show because um, I hope I'm not let down, Mike. Uh, you better blow, blow Ooh, you me. Gotta bring the, you got to bring the heat. <laughs> you, you really need to impress me if I come on. So uh, we'll set something up. And yes. uh, thank you so much for coming on. This was a, a pleasure. Thank you. It's a real honor to be on. You you are a legend, and uh, this is a big honor for me. So thank, thank you so much. Thank you, honey. That's sweet of you to say. Good luck with everything. I'm sure I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Thank you. All right. Take care. Awesome. All right. And if you want to follow me, it's at Chad E&B on the old Twitter gimmick. Why do you want to, you want to talk for a second before? I want to talk about our sponsors. We'll do them at the end. I'm going to splice them in. We already oh. talked about this. <laughs> you didn't tell me that. Okay. Yes, I did. I said we got a whole thing. We're going to do it nice. We're going to take our time and read it. I'm not going to rush through it. Uh, and we're going to have a nice little intersplice. I'm sorry. All right. No, 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 it's all good. I have a whole plan in my hand. It's all... Uh, I'm just here. It's all gravy. But uh, yeah, if you want to follow me, it's at Chad E&B on Twitter and Instagram. I swear I don't get Instagram to save my freaking life. Now, I promoted one of my signings coming up with Kurt Angle, right? Kurt Angle liked the Instagram post. So I'm like, wow, big deal. I got like three likes from that. I'm like, I thought that this is supposed to be like a big thing. (laughs) I don't know, hundred something, but still, if Kurt Angle likes it, does that mean it shows up more that Kurt Angle liked it, like on Twitter? You tagged Kurt. I tagged him. That's why he saw it. Okay, and he liked it. So I thought, based mm-hmm. off of Kurt Angle being tagged and liking it, that more people would see the post. Man, so I don't get it. <laughs> Instagram is all about hashtags, from what I was ta- taught. Yeah, so you have to tag hashtag ECW WWE. Uh, AEW, NXT, wrestling, Kurt Angle, uh, Olympic gold. You have to put a million hashtags so it appears in all these different categories. That's exactly what I So I said, private signing with Kurt Angle. Only a few weeks away. Reserve your spot today. Hashtag private signing. Hashtag TTM autograph. Hashtag autograph collector. Hashtag autograph signing. So I got to add like 20 more of those? Yep. That's what I was told. Because I don't like Instagram either. I love Twitter. Twitter's my thing. But you didn't even put wrestling in there. I did not. Now, when I did uh, Road Warrior Animal, rest in peace, I got 27 likes because I put RIP Animal, Road Warrior Animal, oh, what a rush. Yeah. I don't Damn know. It. Drop the ball again, the Chadster. But if you want to check out that signing, go to ibexclusives.com and uh, come, please uh, reserve a spot for uh, the Olympic gold medalist. He I would tweet that for you. Yes, you did. And I can't tell you how much I appreciate that. And also Jimmy Wang Yang, who we know, you know, his party bus isn't uh, hopping. So uh, if you want to get a Jimmy Wang Yang autograph, come to my site and we'll uh, we'll get it done for you. And, uh, you know, <laughs> now, no, I just want to help a guy out. You know, if, it's, uh, if people are, are missing opportunities, you know, he's a guy who doesn't do a lot of conventions. And I, I have had people send stuff from England. I've had people send cards from across the country. So, you know, if it can help out Jimmy, that's uh, the most important thing. So IBExclusives.com. 
Okay. Uh, across the board on social media, you can find me at ECW Diva Francine. You can also find me on Twitch, www.twitch.tv forward slash ECW Diva Francine. There is a schedule on there. I'm going to try and keep a schedule for every week so you know when I'm going live. Um, the cameos are starting again next week. Check my Twitter for more info. And um, I think that's it. I think that's a wrap. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 